This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. We have our regular cultural correspondent, Alistair Anderson. He is with us today to bring us what is going on in Johannesburg. Alistair, how are you doing? How's it, Benji? Good, good. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic. Nice to hear from you again. I have to say, Alistair, I went last night to the... Uh, to, to, to the promise. It was the last night of the promise. This is Damon Golgut's book, uh, which has been turned into a play. And it was absolutely extraordinary. Really well, you know, it was, a, this won the Booker Prize, a big piece of South African literature. And I think they've done a good job of turning it into a, a stage, a stage piece as well. I just think it's great that there's such a variety of different shows now in our theaters. It's not just comedies or musicals, you know, people are trying to put a whole bunch of different things together. So as you say, you know, the, the, the Gulgut play being on, I mean, it's, um, if, if I'm right, as director by Sylvain Strike. Yes, that's uh, the, the voice of Salsi. Um, so it just shows you that you know, people are all kinds of talented and they're trying to get, I suppose, younger people also into theater to keep our theaters going. Yeah, absolutely. Really, uh, really interesting there. Uh, so Alistair, obviously the rugby is come and gone. Uh, I'm sure there'll still be a couple of extra sub- celebrations for the diehards. Uh, going forward, but now uh, focus, I think, very much moving towards the cricket and uh, and where that's going in, I guess, in, in the playoff sections. Yes, we, uh, we we were, I suppose, hammered by India yesterday, but it was in a group game. However, we are very much uh, in the semi-finals. We'll probably finish second and then likely play Australia in the semis and then possibly, you know, India in the final and get another stab at it, but uh, the Proteas are doing really well, all things considered, uh, they've only lost two games, you know, in the sweep stage, and I think if you told you know, most cricket fans um, that the team's going to the semi-finals they'd take that, you know, with both hands, uh, a year ago so, yeah um, Proteas very much in a fighting chance Yeah, definitely good to see uh, and if you need a break from the cricket, but you still want to watch TV, uh, there are a few good shows on as well at, as well at the moment. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting that, uh, you know, it's actually sort of, I mean, it's our summer, um, it's winter abroad, and there's a lot of stuff that people are sitting down to watch. Interesting, unusual things. There's a show called Blue Eye Samurai, which I just started watching, which is an animated show set in, I suppose it's feudal Japan. Uh, the, the interesting thing being, um, it's a time when Japan kind of cut itself off from the world. So there's a character who's mixed race and has blue eyes. Um, and that's the whole interesting thing is that they're like a, a rebel samurai. The voices, voices including Kenneth Branger, a number of other Hollywood actors, uh, just beautifully shot and interesting, um, action packed show. And I, I would say, I mean, that's quite adult. I mean, it's quite violent, but it's, I think for people who are into, you know, Japanese history, there's that. So that's on Netflix. I'm just to give you a bit more of an idea. He's in this cast. Brenda Song, George Takai, Ma- Masioka, who was in Heroes, um, Kara Hiroyuki Tagawa, who's one of the, like, I think he was in an old, um, Bruce Lee movies, like Dragon, so it's Into the Dragon. There's a whole bunch of actors in that. So it, um, so it sounds like they've really pulled in, like, the, the, the who's who of, of sort of Asian American acting talent for this. Yeah, that is right. And actually, just speaking about um, I, I, you know, Asian talent, because it is kind of in vogue at the moment in Hollywood. You know, they really are pushing the sort of 
Asian American story. Uh, there's a show called Quiz Lady. It's a movie that's just come out, which is hilarious with Aquafina and Sandra Oh. Um, and basically it's some, some other daughter story about they have to kind of get their dog back from this gangster who, who their, their granny owed money, but they want to be going on a TV a quiz show. And it's very good. It's got Jason Schwartzman, Holland Taylor, Will Ferrell. That was, that just came out, um, recently. And that's also on, as far as I know, that's on Disney plus. So, you know, by Hulu. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that's. So, so just what, 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 it sounds hilarious. Like I don't think that there's. Uh, that that kind of sound of sounds like farcical comedy is something which which went out of of vogue for a little while. So it's interesting that they're bringing it back. Uh, what did you say it's called? Quiz Lady. Quiz Lady. Okay, that sounds lady. that sounds hilarious. And talking of things that are coming onto movies, uh, seeing a lot of uh, advertising for this one and quite mixed reviews. Some people seem to like it. Some people seem to hate it. And that's Killers of the Flower Moon. I don't know if you've had a chance to, to see this, Alistair, if you can give us some insight into it. Yeah, so, so the reason people complain is because it's long. Uh, the movie is three and a half hours. Um, <laughs> but it's it's Martin Scorsese's latest film, and I think it's probably one of his best. Um, essentially, it's, it's set in a time when, uh, you know, there was... Um, what are they, they, they the Osashi nation. So it's, it's one of the first peoples or, you know, it's, um, you know, the, the wrong term being American Indian groups, um, in the States. And basically they, uh, they have access to oil and money, but then, you know, the, the westernizers basically, it's actually said in Oklahoma that they start killing these people because, you know, they want the, the oil and the tribal land. So it's interesting. It's got, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio falls in love with one of them and, this is starts a family and then he gets manipulated by Robert De Niro's character. But I said it's, I think it's one of Scorsese's best movies in years. It's going to get Oscar nominated for best film, best director, best actor, best actress. She might actually win. Uh, the actress's name being Lily Gladstone. So she is, um, a first nations person. Uh, yeah. And I just think it's, it's interesting that Scorsese's managed to make a film which besides being three and a half hours, it never feels like three and a half hours. And, and tell me, Alistair, I mean, obviously films these days get sucked into the, the vortex of American politics. This one touches on a lot of uh, big identity issues in America at the moment, land and treatment of First Nations and indigenous peoples and uh, the role of, of yeah. Westerners in, in, in America. Is it, going to, is it going to touch a lot of live wires, do you think? Or is it kind of is it just I mean, tell I a good story? To a degree, it's obviously it's, it's, it's coming up to an election you know, seen in the U.S. Um, so it's, it's no secret that, you know, they, they, they plan to release films politically so that, you know, the, the, the Democrats would want this to come out now. Um, but also, we just sit at a time, I suppose, in American politics where it's very, well, I suppose it's broken, it's very polarized right now. I mean, globally, things are polarized, as you know. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that, that will, you know, Sorry, Sam, it's a political hot potato, but I think the, the movie is also at a stage maybe in American history where people can um, kind of reflect on what happened in the past, you know, in, in quite a mature way. Like, it's, not, it's not like a preachy fall. Like, it's a very realistic story, what's, you know, what they tell here, and it's quite nuanced. Okay, so that is uh, that is good to see. Now, Alistair, um, I, I went last weekend, I think it was, to... Uh, a goldfish concert which was uh, a lot of fun and there were a couple of other DJs and bands uh, that were playing and it was nice to see uh, that happening in Johannesburg in the middle of uh, in the middle of the year um, 
not necessarily around the around the after you know normally it's a december time thing or suppose we are heading that way i saw my first christmas tree in a in a, in a um, a mall <laughs> this weekend uh but yeah. there are other other bits of music in in around the near misses are playing uh, tell us about that so, so the near misses yeah that's my band we are playing for the first time in three months um, we've been on hiatus a band that i started 10 years ago uh, basically, it's an Afro-punk band, and we are playing a, a charity show at the Irish Club in Linden, and all proceeds are going to the uh, Dalstrom Raptor uh, Recre- you know, Recreation Rehabilitation Society, or centre. So that's basically a centre that looks after birds of prey um, in South Africa, based in Dalstrom. And, yeah, we're charging 50 out at the door, and as I said, all money will go to uh, that charity. We've also got Salvage, which is a new rock band that's going to open for us. And the, the husband DJs are going to close. That's at the Irish Club in Linden on Saturday from about number seven. Okay, so that's uh, really interesting. So if you want to help out the Raptors uh, and listen to a little bit of uh, New Age uh, Afro Rock, then uh, that is a great way to do it. And uh, I'm not going to ask um, Alistair to sing uh, on the show, <laughs> but uh, you, if you want to hear him, uh, you can you can do it that way. Uh, and then, Alistair, the, the, the new, uh, the new village walk center in Pretoria East, you've been, uh, scouting that out. Tell us about it. Yeah, so it's, it's in the Hazelwood precinct of Pretoria East or suburb, I suppose. Um, it's just been developed. So the, the big area is called the village and the village walk center opened this past Thursday. And it's just, it's a really interesting story. It's, it's all been developed by the group called Axibri. Um, they've been doing this for about, working on this for about 10 years. The whole precinct's worth about a billion rand now. And they're trying to, I suppose, create a funky, trendy kind of area in Pretoria, which, you know, Pretoria's needed for some time. Um, I suppose Village Walk is a bit like, um, Parkhurst in Joburg. That'd be, that, that's what they say is like the equivalent. So it's, you know, streets, street life, coffee shops, uh, artisanal places, bespoke places all across the street. Um, and as I say, it's, uh, just a very cool, trendy little thing that's popping up. They've got paddle courts. Uh, Kolonaki is going to open there. So the Kolonaki is currently in Parkhurst as a high-end Greek restaurant. So now they're going to get one in that area. And yeah, um, just something cool for people to try, especially people who don't necessarily, you know, head out to Pretoria if they're not staying in Pretoria. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, well, good to know that Pretoria is getting uh, a little bit of culture. Alistair, thank you so much uh, for joining us uh, on the show today, bringing us the latest and greatest in culture from South Africa and around the world. And best of luck with the Raptors on Saturday night. Thanks so much, Benji. Have, a, have an awesome week. Thank right. you. There we go. That is Alistair Anderson. He is our regular cultural correspondent here on 101.9 Hi FM. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is the New Blue Review.